0: Hey, what's up? Uh, It is Friday, April 10th, and big changes since I last recorded an episode. Um, I found out this past Wednesday, April 8th, uh, ironically enough, was one of my (laughs) least favorite ex girlfriend's birthdays, so only fitting that something bad would happen to me on a day that was for her. Myself and along with 45% of my company was laid off. Really sad day, honestly. Um, this was the first job that I truly loved going to every single day. Like I never had a bad experience. I never dreaded going in. I loved everybody that I worked with. Um, and uh, it's just crazy that the relationships and connections I made there, I, I won't have that anymore. I won't be able to go into the office and see these amazing people who busted their butt through all of this. Um, I never thought this would happen, to be honest. I, I Not that I was arrogant, but I was very secure in my position in the company and just like thinking about it and talking about it now it's just like bringing back all these emotions um i did want to give a bunch of shout outs though to people that you know i was able to work with every day um first off i want to give a shout out to like the three people i got hired with like we all started on the same day um aaron phil danielle you guys are awesome each and every single one of you you know at least I hope you know how important our friendships are to me and I don't know if I would have enjoyed living here as much um, had I not met you guys Um, yeah definitely definitely big parts in my life there Uh, to my immediate team like Hank Allie Bill Connor Leslie uh my newer manager Danny (laughs) who I gave a hard time to um John McCaleb who got me I guess hired me along with Danny like I'm gonna I mean John left before all this happened but I am gonna miss you guys as well uh You know we got other people upstairs, well, from upstairs really. Uh, Megan, Nicole, Kalen, EJ, other AES and Wes and Jane, um, other managers Maggie, Joe, um, Kirsten, who sat across from me for a little bit. Um, obviously, I'm gonna miss some of the people that got to keep their jobs. Uh, Two people especially uh, Sid And Caroline Yeah I'm very happy for you guys honestly And I just feel like Even if I did get to keep my position It wouldn't be the same going back there And not seeing those people And sharing The jokes The laughs um, Playing assassins Oh I forgot Izzy too Um In people I mentioned and if anyone I didn't mention and you know me I obviously it's not intentional Um, I just wrote down a bunch of names that came to my mind right off the top of my head this last one I'm gonna give is because she gives me a hard time because I don't mention her Um, but it's my real estate agent truly incredible person she works at the real estate firm Sutherland and Sutherland if you're looking for a house or apartment hit her up Kelsey Sutherland Um, just kidding. She did work with me, but long story short, her high school senior photo looks like a real estate agent's uh, ad and, um, hilarious to me. Uh, but yeah, like I was really hoping that this place would be the place that I stayed at for like many years to come. Like I never envisioned myself leaving. I never wanted to not be a part of this company And obviously, I'm not naming the company. I mean, if you know me, you know where I was. But Sorry, I had to take a sip of my coffee there. Um, But if you know me, you know, yeah. Like I said, you know where I was. You know what, what I was doing. And I loved it. Truly did. And I'll never say a bad thing about the place. It just sucks that this is what happened and this is how it played out. But... Thanks to China, Um, you know, and I don't know if anyone remembers the the end of the world video that was like big on like, I think it was like Ewoks World, Um, all I could think of, (laughs) and I didn't say it to anyone, but like in my mind it came to me, and because I have this like sick twisted sense of humor, I just heard the voice, uh, you know, he's like those Chinese sons of bitches are going down. And I really just wanted to be like, yeah, end them right now. You took my job, boom, you're gone. Thanks for COVID, you're gone. Um, uh, and Australia's downstairs, like WTF might. Sorry, I had to keep that going. Um, yeah, it was like really, just a really lousy day. And I never would have wanted this wishes on anybody. And then I hear the last place I was at had massive layoffs. Um, A couple people I worked with kept their jobs there, which I'm happy for them too. It's just just insane that this is all playing out. And originally the purpose of this episode was going to be, and I'm still going to get into it, but I was in a much better mood Wednesday when I thought I was going to record this and I was going to make it the five most, just talk about the five most influential albums in my life. But obviously this happened, and I wanted to talk about it for a little bit, and if you know of anybody, if anyone listening to this knows any place that's hiring seven account executives and a manager, boy, do I have a team for you. Uh, I can send you a photo of us, so you know we already work well together. But um, to be honest, I almost want to like take all of us on interviews and... Interview stepbrother style Like all sit behind each other You you gotta take all Eight of us I Had to finish off the coffee It was so good um, But here we go I'm gonna talk about yeah The five most influential albums to me Music is such a big part of my life it's connected out with me on so many levels got me through so many things and yeah I just wanted to like talk about what like and I, and my parameters for this album was it couldn't be a live album couldn't be a compilation album it had to be a studio album and one that I could play start to finish not skip a song and I just I just loved it So, I'm going to go with some, like, honorable mentions, and I wrote all these down, uh, well, three of these, but I I wrote down a bunch of albums, I think, let's see. I wrote down 21 albums, and I narrowed that down to five, which wasn't easy for me, but I had to think, I had to give some, like, a little bit of a shout out to, just because they were... I still love these albums and they were big to me. Um, the first one is from a Long Island band called Envy on the Coast. Their arrangement is so unique. Their drumming is so amazing. As a drummer, I'm obsessed with Dan Gluzak, who is unreal. Got to meet him a couple times. Um, yeah, just like sick stuff. He's just unbelievable. But Lucy Gray is the album, and from start to finish, this is just pure genius. The guitar riffs are amazing. The harmonies are incredible. Each person's vocals brings a different layer to it, and it's probably one of the most played albums of all time for me, obviously if I'm mentioning it, and had such a big part of my life and had the lyrics in it, just, ah, oh man, incredible. I highly suggest. Anyone who hears this, check out this album and go into it with an open mind. It may not be your type of music. It is, I don't wanna say it's like emo or even like post hardcore or anything like that. It's, it's tough to like really put a label on them just cause they are so unique and original in my opinion. I don't think any band you could be like, oh yeah, they sound just like this band. No, Envy on the Coast is on its own level. I was so heartbroken when they broke up and when they brought the band back, quote unquote, Only two people from the original band were there. The lead singer and the lead guitarist. And I was like, if you don't have Sal, Jer, and Dan, it is not the same. And be on the coast. I refused to go see them when I heard they were coming back, because it killed me. Uh, The next one is from a singer-songwriter who I'm obsessed with as well, Jason Mraz. And it was tough to pick one album for him, but I went with We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things. Um... Because there's so many songs on that album too that like I just can't like get away from or turn my back on, and I could list. I mean, one his comp his live albums are way better than his actual recorded ones, because his voice is so amazing. Like he does things live. I've seen him I think five times now that I feel like no one can do vocally. He's got such a, a clean voice. And I absolutely, truly love it. Um, but like on this album, you have like "Make It Mine," "Live High," "Coyotes," "Only Human," "A Beautiful Mess." Oh my! When you hear "A Beautiful Mess" for the first time, I like just like when he like he like there's like I think one of the opening lines is like "You got the best of both worlds. You're the kind of girl who can take down a man and build him back up again. Uh, you are strong, but you're needy." humble but you're greedy I mean Jason is just another one who he literally writes poetry and turns it into music that's really what he does I mean I guess you can make that argument for almost any musician Um, but he is amazing and it was hard for me to leave him out of my top five because I really consider him like one of my favorite musicians but these other ones that I did bring up uh, or narrowed down to it was uh, yeah. It was tough to let it to let it leave him off the list, and the next one is actually kind of random for me, but it is like such a good album, and it's probably one of the few hip hop albums I'll ever listen to. Uh, but Kid Cudi, Man of the Moon. I mean, I think make her say is one of the most underappreciated rap songs of all time. And if you ever get a chance to listen to it, and I don't like Kanye, but Kanye's on this, and his verse is sick. Um, Common is on it as well. But, you know, you got Sancho To My Life, day and night, of course. Cudi's Zone," Pursuit of Happiness, Up, Up, and Away. I mean, what a sick... He's just such a sick rapper, in my opinion. And I've always argued he's, like, the most underrated Rapper in the game And and that's coming from someone Who doesn't really appreciate rap though But like some of the people that you guys listen to now Like I'm like what You consider this music Ugh Get it out of here But those are the three honorable mentions And I'm gonna start From number five Obviously work my way up to number one And the Coming in at number five is a band. It's an alternative band that I first started listening to. I guess like twenty eleven. I was a little late to hopping on their their bandwagon, but Young the Giant, and it was like their self self-title, titled self titled debut album, Young the Giant. Top to bottom, it really like you know like I guess like hipster music. People would consider this that I, guess, which would kind of bothers me, but it's just a sick album um but most people and i would make I'll, i'm gonna try to like make this correlation but if you're from new york and you were living in brooklyn or williamsburg not that i was but that's where some people would argue this all started this whole type of genre of music um and they would say that like vampire weekend like opened the door for a lot of these types of bands with this kind of sound although i wouldn't again also <sighs> Consider Young the Giant on the same level or seeming the same type of sound as Vampire Weekend, but anyway, uh, for me, opening the door to like alternative rock as it is now was probably Young the Giant, and this album is so awesome. Like, you have uh, Apartment, My Body, Cough Syrup, uh, Your Side, St. Walker, Islands, like. I mean, this whole album, start to finish, I will listen to it nonstop, and I will not complain about a single song. And it's just like, like just great music, you know, amazing vocals. And I think it kind of paved the way for me to finding bands like Small Pools, um, Saint Motel, Mount Joy... Nothing but thieves, pop, etc. Like there's all these man. I mean, granted, it was also thanks to Alt Nation on XM Radio when I had it for a while. Although they, if you have XM Radio, I would recommend canceling it unless you have like specific stations that you really like listening to. But for me, it was really only like the NHL Network, Alt Nation, and like a few other stations. And I'm like, what am I doing paying for this when I Alt Nation plays the same like 18 songs over and over again? Um, so that was something that frustrated me, but. Young the Giant really got me into like this genre of music and I don't think I would have the musical taste that I have without them kind of opening the door in like this newer alternative stuff. Coming in at number 4 is another Long Island band and it's not the band that you're thinking of. It is not Taking Back Sunday. It is in my opinion the better of the two bands from Long Island in that like time frame. Like, all kind of came together around the same time, but it's brand new. And I went with Deja Tendu, which was such a step up for them from their first album, Your Favorite Weapon. I mean, totally different. Like, brand new is, minus their Daisy album, which I wish could be erased from history because it might be one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, they matured not only lyrically, but um, musically on every single one of their albums, and you could feel that progression in their music. Like, when Your Favorite Weapon came out, it almost, like, seemed like a pop-punk album. Deja Nintendo was, like, straight-up emo, kind of screamo. I wouldn't even say screamo, but it was a little bit, like, a harder sound for them. The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me, which came out in 06. I mean, that's probably... One of my favorite albums as well. And then even Science Fiction, which came out in 2017, was awesome, in my opinion. I think it was, like, them announcing, hey, we still got it, we're back. But I'm going to focus on Dejon Tendu, because that was, like, came out, I think, my sophomore year of high school. And it's such a good album. Like, you got Sick Transit Gloria, Glory Fades. Um... Okay, I Believe You. My Tommy Gun Don't. The Quiet Things That No One Knows. Jaw Theme Swimming. Me versus Maradona versus Elvis. Uh, Good to know if I ever need attention. All I have to do is kill myself and play Crack the Sky. Like, what? Do yourself a favor and listen to these lyrics as well. That's another thing, too. You'll see, like, a common theme with pretty much all of these albums. Like, I'm big on lyrics. I like songs that tell a story, that deliver a message, that... Can connect with me on different levels and this is one of those albums that I think I just like had in my CD player that I walked in I walked around with um, in high school like constantly having my little book of of CDs that I bought or I burned off the internet rip LimeWire wire that destroyed i think two family computers not my fault dad don't don't make me pay you back for that um but this is like one of my all-time favorite albums and even still like i could be driving and if i put my like iphone on um shuffle and a song comes on phew, no skipping here ever so highly recommend definitely worth checking out if you're into that kind of music um, and the one that I'm that's gonna come in at number three was actually probably the first band in like the emo scene that I really like listen to um, Granted, a little background I moved to New York right before high school literally like a week before school started. I had no friends I was leaving all my friends in Miami behind to kind of be closer to my dad and my family up there and i wanted to make friends obviously so like i started hearing people talk about bands and stuff and, and and cd's they were listening to and this band was like the first band i heard of um and it's yellow card and their album Ocean Avenue i mean this opened the door for me to getting into like the emo genre getting into I mean definitely a different style of music. I don't I can't think of what I really don't remember what I was listening to in middle school to be totally honest. Aside from like NSync, don't hate. They're amazing. And Justin Timberlake is a national treasure and should be respected. But this album was like so eye-opening to me and I was like, "Whoa." Like that's that's what a good drummer is supposed to sound like. Like I was, a, I was drumming, and I didn't know um, Like anyone could play like that. I was very naive. Obviously, I didn't like, get to hear a lot of good drumming, um, except for like a friend of mine who was a year older than me in middle school, um, uh, John Paul Infante. Shout out to him. Such a sick drummer. Um but like the, like hearing this guy LP play on like way away, um, breathing, and then the fact that they had a fiddler, like that was so unique to me too. Like that made me also appreciate them because they were like a little a little different than other stuff that I'd heard before, obviously. And you know, you had empty apartments only one miles apart. The View from Heaven, one year, six months, um, back home. I um yeah, I'll still like Summertime, like this is probably like, the ultimate summertime album album. Whoops. And I will still go back to this and like crank it up and drive the windows down and like scream, sing these these songs. And it was such like a fun fun time. Like I miss high school, honestly. It was probably like the best four years of my life. Um so many good friends, good memories, although i it's ironically enough, the people that I talk to most from high school are people that I didn't really talk to during high school, so that's kind of funny um, and I know it's like sounds like a, a never ending theme, but like I will say again, listen to this album like give it an honest shot, and you'll see like what I'm talking about in terms of uh just musical genius and like just hard hitting drum beats and stuff and yeah I love it I love Yellow Card I don't really appreciate them as much as I I did but I will not uh, underestimate the amount of influence this album had on my like musical taste and where it led me in my path and, and the kind of music I like um the next one, and that's the thing too. I will like say like I'm not talking about like the five best albums or my five best albums. I'm t- like I said, it's the most influential to me. Um, I would be curious to see what people consider influential to them and what played a big part in their lives. Uh, I might even like ask a few friends what their opinions are and people whose music taste I appreciate. Um, but this next one is John Mayer, Continuum. Anyone who tells you any of his other albums are his best album are idiots, lying to you, or just trying to be edgy and different, but this is his best album. So many bangers. And that's funny, I'm saying John Mayer has bangers uh, because obviously none of his music bangs, but I mean, you look at this, top to bottom, this is pure perfection. 12 songs, unbelievable album. Like, I could tell stories from each one of these songs and how they, like, speak to me or have helped me in a time, like, I Don't Trust Myself with Loving You, Gravity, Stop This Train, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. Dreaming in a broken heart. I'm gonna find another you. I mean, come on. Look at this. I wonder if John Mayer knows like how perfect this album was. And he like doesn't even bother trying. I'm not saying none of his other albums are good. Relax, people. But like he's like, I'm never gonna top the continuum. That is just perfection. And his voice is so unbelievable. And if you've never seen him live and you appreciate good music, his chops on the guitar, right now, second and on. Nobody is a better guitar player than him right now. Yes, there's living legends like like Eric Clapton. Uh, I think Jimmy Page. Yeah, Jimmy Page is still around, if I'm not mistaken. But nobody, nobody is better than him right now. I don't. You can't pull up anybody else and tell me they're better than John Mayer. Like even Eric Clapton said, John Mayer doesn't know how good he is. And that's a fact I don't think he has any idea just how talented of a musician he is and just how much influence his music has on other people and how it connects with people um, i I love this album like I could listen to this all the time just the other day when I went for a drive um, to kind of get out of the house and, and and enjoy the beautiful weather down here in nashville i um Yeah I had this album on And it was just playing on repeat And I was just appreciating it For all that it is So if you, if you haven't listened to Continuum You're doing something wrong Plain and simple And I'll be more than happy Like I would love to like Sit with someone And listen to them Or see them listen to it For the first time Like start to finish because I feel like he, I don't want to say he's underappreciated, but I, I almost feel like not that he floats under the wet, like under the under the radar. There we go. I was gonna say under the weather. Man, would that have been dumb? I guess that's why I got got laid off. Makes sense now. But like this guy, huge idiot. Uh, <laughs> I gotta laugh to keep from crying. However, this. My number one all-time favorite album, and I've got lyrics of theirs tattooed on me, so this might have been a no-brainer to other people who really know me. Mumford & Sons, Sigh No More, holla at ya, boy. What did I just do there? That was really, really lame, and I apologize to anyone who's going to listen to this and hear that, and they'll be like, oh, my God, he's lost it. And maybe I have Maybe I am going a little crazy But Sino More Another one that's like pure perfection From start to finish Marcus Mumford Has Hit me with all the feels Sino More Winter Winds White Blank Page Um I never know how to pronounce this Tim Shell, I think Thistle and Weeds Awake My Soul Dust Bowl Dance And that's what I have on me Is Awake My Soul That song Is my all-time favorite song um, Like it means so much to me Like Awake My Soul Like those words To me And granted I'm, I'm no genius I'm no expert on it But to me It's almost like, give me a reason to live. Like, awake my soul. Like, I love it. I love those words. Oh, man, I'm like getting emotional just even thinking about it. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to, like, I would love to know, like, what it is that inspired him to to write this song, like, what was going on in his life, like, how fickle my heart and how woozy my eyes, I struggle to find any truth in your lies. You know, lend me your hand and we'll conquer them all. But lend me your heart, and I'll just let you fall. Lend me your eyes; so I can change what you see. But your soul, you must keep totally, totally free. I mean, I I don't know what it means to other people, but. I just I love those words like where he, when he goes I think it's like the bridge where he's like in these bodies we will live in these bodies we will die where you invest your love you invest your life and that's so true whether it be people whether it be like just human connection sports music um, traveling food whatever the case is whatever you're passionate about where you invest your love You are literally investing your life into it, and I love that. I mean, and this album is just my all-time favorite album. I like. I need to start buying vinyls, and I think obviously the first two I would buy would be Continuum and Sino More, Um, because those those hit me like nothing else. And I just, I love the way these songs These albums, each one of them Connects with me on a different level Um, But nothing will top Mumford & Sons for me I know that sounds like cheesy and cliche And like people are like, oh I hate Mumford Oh they're so lame, they're a bunch of Like, go see them live And tell me that that show Does not blow you away I sat, no joke, four rows Away from them, like, no joke Like I was there Front and center Marcus Mumford was singing Believe right to me Screaming it basically And I was blown away by like Just the artistry, the musicianship The showmanship that they put on They had Maggie Rogers open And she sang part of the Like one of the the verses of Awake My Soul And it was Truly life changing to me Like I don't think I will ever see another band Put on a show the way Mumford & Sons does I don't care who you are What type of music you like They put on an unreal show, and I would highly recommend to anyone, if there's one band you have to see before you die, right now, it's Mumford & Sons. And I'll challenge anyone on that. But, yeah, that's it. Uh, If anyone's hiring in Nashville, let me know. I want to stay here. I have zero interest in returning to New York. It's not home anymore as much as I miss my friends up there um, I just I can't I can't go back there too many painful memories and uh, this was a fresh start to me and I was excited about it and I'm gonna be forever indebted to the people who gave me the opportunity here I'm going to be forever grateful to everyone that I got to know the relationships I made and connections I made with people Um. But yeah, this is really it. This is uh, the end of an era. <laughs> it wasn't even a long one. I wasn't even there a year, which is crazy. It felt like I've been here forever. Um, but to all you guys, like, good luck with everything. If you need any help or um, support, I'm here for you guys. I will be a soundboard if you need it, and I will be supportive of, of anything and everything. Because uh, you know, we really were like a family up there or there and um yeah that's it i will uh probably try to now that i have all this free time i will hopefully come up with uh, some new ideas and and hopefully i can start getting some guests on here and just talk about different topics uh kelsey i'll probably want to ask you first obviously since we've already talked about it and now you got your shout out so leave me alone also click the subscribe button write a review Five stars only. Like Yelp, you know. (laughs) Rip. (laughs) Um, But I will RIP in peace. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye.